Alethea Vaughan Channing looked up from the book she was trying to read to stare into the colourful flames in the massive fireplace and immediately tensed. That man was there again, taking shape within the dancing flames and curling smoke. She tried to tear her gaze away, to ignore him and return her attention to her book, but the vision drew her, ignoring her wants and stealing her choices. He was almost family, for there was no denying that they had grown up together. She'd been seeing glimpses of the man since she was but five years old, although he had been still a boy then. Fifteen long years of catching the occasional peek into his life had made her somewhat proprietary about the man, even though she had no idea who he was. She had seen him as a gangly, somewhat clumsy youth, and as a man. She had seen him in dreams, in visions, and had even sensed him at her side. An unwilling witness, she had seen him in pain, watched him weep, known his grief and his joy and so much more. She'd even seen him on her wedding night, which had been oddly comforting since her late husband had been noticeably absent. At times, the strange connection was painfully intense. At others, it was only the whisper of emotion. She didn't like invading his privacy, yet nothing she had ever done had been able to banish him. This was a strong vision, she thought, as the images before her grew so clear, it was as if the people were right in the room with her. Alethea set her book down and moved to kneel before the fire as a tickle of unease grew stronger within her. Suddenly she knew this was not just another fleeting intrusion into the man's life, but a warning. Perhaps, she mused as she concentrated, this was what it had all been leading to. She knew, without even a hint of doubt, that what she was seeing now was not what was or what had been, but what was to come. He was standing on the steps of a very fine house, idly adjusting his clothes. She smelled roses and then grimaced with disgust. The rogue had obviously just come from the arms of some woman. If she judged his expression right, he wore that smirk her maid, Kate, claimed men wore after they had just fed their manly hungers. Alethea had the suspicion her vision man fed those hungers a lot. A large black carriage pulled up. She almost stuck her hand in the fire as a sudden fierce urge to pull him back when he stepped into it, swept over her. Then, abruptly and without warning, her vision became a dizzying array of brief, terrifying images, one after another slamming into her mind. She cried out as she suffered his pain along with him, horrible, continuous pain. They wanted his secrets, but he wouldn't release them. A scream tore from her throat and she collapsed, clutching her throat as a sharp, excruciating pain ripped across it. Her vision man died from that pain. It didn't matter that she hadn't actually seen his death that the fireplace held only flame and wispy smoke again. She had suffered it, suffered the cold inside his body 
as his blood flowed out of him. For one terrifying moment, she had suffered a deep, utter desolation over that loss. The sound of her servants hurrying into the room broke through Alethea's shock as she crawled toward the table where she kept her sketchbooks and drawing materials. Help me to my seat, Kate, she ordered her buxom young maid as the woman reached for her. Oh, my lady, you've had yourself a powerful scene this time, I be thinking, said Kate as she steadied Alethea in her seat. You should have a cup of hot sweet tea, you should, and some rest. Alfred, get some tea, she ordered the tall, too thin butler, who no longer even attempted to explain the hierarchy of servants to Kate. Not yet. I must get this all down ere I forget.